This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Time now for our regular catch-up with South Dunedin Community Network and Eleanor Doig joining us on the line. Morena, Eleanor, and good to talk to you Hello, again. Steph. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Well, especially lovely since the good people of South Dunedin received some excellent news last week that you're one of four lucky communities to be offered a spot on a program that supports funding in the area. Tell us a little bit more about the Community-Led Development Program. Well, it's extremely exciting, Jeff. So communities all around the country were invited to apply for this program, which gives us access to up to $400,000 a year for five years. But it's a community program um, not a network, not an organisation program. So this is good news for the whole of South Dunedin. And what we need to do, our first task in terms of this um, this project is to uh, get create a community plan. So we need to be talking with as many people of the 10,000 people in South Dunedin as possible <coughs> to get a an idea of what we would like as a community to achieve in the next five years. Um, and that could be anything. <laughs> Eleanor, you've got, um, I, I would argue, probably a lot of the mechanisms in place for for doing this consultation. We've spoken a number of times now around the community hui that you have, for example. Um, there will already be, I imagine, a good deal of feedback that's come through those processes. Is it a case of building on those? Yes, it is. Yes, we need, like the community hui, and let me just say the next one is on August 11th at um, Bathgate Park School Hall at 5.30, and there's Kai involved, so come along. Um, But we need to be, um, we need to be approaching people sort of uh, in a wider, um, in a wider sense, because we want everybody as many people as possible, Jeff, to have input into what we could do with this because it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for a community like ours. Um, so we will have we'll have community hui, we'll have um, meetings of various kinds, we'll have stuff going up on Facebook, we'll have things in the Lowdown, which is the South Canadian newsletter, um, we will be using as many platforms and as many methods of um, of engaging people as possible with the goal that out of that we not only have ideas as to what people would like to see, um, but also a group of people who are willing to um, be really involved, to be active citizens around this project. Eleanor, do we have any sense at this point uh, as to what the parameters are around what the money can and can't be used for? No, um, it's pretty wide. As long as it is a genuine community, you know, as long as it's come out of this community plan, um, then, and it is clearly for the good of the community, <laughs> um, then, then DIA will help us, and not just with money, but they... They will help us with um, advice and resources and contacts and um, their, their partners. Like this is considered a partnership, um, which is pretty awesome. 
you're one of four communities uh, around the country that received confirmation of uh, this support in this way. Um, mm. I suppose there's an opportunity also to learn some lessons from other communities. That's exactly right, Jess. That's a good point. Um, and actually, the south of the South Island has been very fortunate. Actually, we were lucky to get this because um, the south of the South Island is um, well served, actually, in, in terms of this particular program. There's one in um, Otamatata, um, where they have, and that's a small community, obviously, um, but they have... Uh, renovated or redesigned or rebuilt their sports grounds and uh, another place has um, uh, redesigned, surprisingly, redesigned their street uh, street design um, with the help of Transport Associate, Transport New Zealand um, because it was unsafe and and they, they wanted the cycleways and things. So it's a very broad community-led process and that's pretty awesome for the government department. Now for those who have access to technology um, mm. uh, being connected with the South Dunedin Community Network Facebook page is a really good idea. There are posts going yeah. up there all the time about things that are going on in the community and no doubt Eleanor as um, the various community hui and anything else, any other meetings and opportunities that might come out of this particular funding uh, are decided and publicised. That certainly will be one of the platforms for that. I'm just uh, on that page at the moment, Eleanor. There's so much going on. Um, you, you know, there is a, there are opportunities there for for those who might want to be more involved as change makers in their own communities to get involved yep. Um, yep. and to find out what's going on and offer your skills and services. <clears throat> um, but for those, uh, Eleanor, who are, are not connected in that way, and we know that there are yep. many, what are the best yep. ways to stay in touch? Um, well, we're hoping we will be putting some ads and things in the paper uh, and hopefully spreading the word via radio. Um, but one of the things that we might be able to do because we're going to get some funding is to actually do a letterbox drop too, so that we can reach as many people as possible because, as you say, the technology, technology um, route isn't available to some people and, and that we really want to, to um, involve those people as well so that um, everybody actually has a voice in this, in this opportunity. Well, no doubt we'll have the opportunity to talk uh, m more about this as some of those decisions are decided. Um, but this is a, a you know, this is going to be over a period of time, right? This is a period of funding for what is it, five years? Five years, yep. So there is time to develop ideas and develop teams around those ideas, isn't there? Yes, there is. I mean, one of the ideas, without preempting the community plan, but one one of the things that um, has been spoken to us, given to us so many times is that people want a really good playground in South Dunedin um, and that's a project that would well fit in with this um, but we also, you know, there's the whole water and climate change issue so how does the community want us to to, um, you know, how can we as a community best um, manage our expectations and, and build mitigation or work with people who are doing mitigation strategies um, about that and and shape our own future as much as we can. 
See, uh, just reported yesterday in the Otago Daily Times that uh, the Dunedin City Council uh, appointed former Dunedin man Jonathan Rowe as the South Dunedin Future Program Manager yes. with his key focus uh, there on issues around climate change challenges. Yes, we're very, very excited about uh, Jonathan's appointment. We've heard really good things about him. And he, you know, his CV, as reported in the paper, looks excellent. So roll on, Jonathan, I say. He starts in August. <laughs> so that's good. I mean, the South Dunedin Futures team is phenomenal. Um, but with him and leading it, they will be really good partners. And that's the sense of this, Jeff, that we are, we are a community in partnership with decision makers. We're not passively sitting, waiting for decisions to be made. <laughs> Yeah, indeed. So a couple of uh, really interesting good news uh, stories coming out of South Dunedin at the moment. Um, just indeed. before before we go, Eleanor, it, it is a challenging time for some. Of course, the winter months can be quite hard yes. for some. Yes. Um, yes. No doubt uh, your community hub is still a welcoming space for those who um, might just want a bit of uh, companionship, some information about what's going on to support them in their communities. And, you know, I know there's some information, for example, going up from the Cozy Homes Trust on the Facebook page. You might be able to share some of that at, um, you know, at the community hub. That's right. Um, unfortunately, we've had to limit the open hours for the hub because, um we only have one full-time equivalent staff member <laughs> and um, so constant drop-ins uh, are a bit of a problem in terms of getting some work done. But Tuesdays and Thursdays around lunchtime uh, from, I think, 10 till 2, the rooms are open and they are warm and they're full of good information. And if people just want information, then drop in by all means. But if you want to spend a bit more time and have a warm drink and sit and chat Tuesdays and Thursdays are the days to come Brilliant stuff Eleanor Doig thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on the Awesome Morning Show we look forward to catching up with you again in four weeks time It's always a pleasure Jeff thank you This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air